Radio. Let's talk pets. Hi, welcome to It's a Doggy Dog World. I'm your host, Liz Palaika, and with me are my good friends, Petra Burke. Hello. And Kate Abbott. How do and as we record this, we're stuck in the middle of the, for lack of a better term, the COVID thing. Pandemic. <laughs> Worldwide pandemic. <laughs> we didn't post for several months because, like you, we've been quarantined or social distancing or whatever. And well, we were relocating, too. And happened. relocating. Kindred spirits moved. We're recording from our new location. But we decided... Uh, the heck with it. We're sitting here with about four feet in between each of us, and nobody's coughing <laughs> to record the podcast for you. And what we wanted to talk about in this podcast is Katie answers our phone at Kindred Spirits, and she's had quite a few calls. We've also had some emails and Facebook messages. People with puppies and adolescent dogs worried about the lack of socialization as the dogs go through these important stages of growth we would never ever recommend to a puppy owner to stay home for 10 weeks while the puppy's a puppy Peter and i each have two teenagers they'll be a year old shortly i wasn't thrilled with the idea of seven being home for two and a half months during adolescence although the puppyhood is probably a little more important every now and then we get somebody starting basic class saying uh, their puppy was just five months old. Oh, you didn't come to puppy class. Oh, no, the vet said we were supposed to stay stay home until they had their last vaccination between right. four and five months. And I'm like, oh, no, yep. missed opportunities. Yeah. And then this happens. And then this happens, and you have to deal with it. Yeah. I will say with seven, and I'll just tell you what I had been doing, and then we'll talk a little bit more about it, is I've been walking them. But I've just been walking in our neighborhood, which is not particularly exciting. And of course, since we have to social distance, I wasn't having other people pet her or touch her or give her a cookie. Now, my neighbors know me well, and and I could say, could you just talk to her, please? You know, just tell her she's a good girl. You know, make eye contact with her, talk to her. And my neighbors would do that. And Seven was fine with that. You know, she's a herding dog. She doesn't necessarily want strangers touching her. That's just the way they are. And everybody likes to be told they're a good dog. And yeah. everybody likes to, yeah. to hear, oh my gosh, you're such a pretty girl. You've grown so much. This is your puppy? Oh my gosh. And on the weekends, especially, or in the evenings when I know my neighbors were home and about, I'd open my garage door, put an exercise pen across the front. I'd set up a lawn chair, sit and read, and the dogs could stand or sit or lay down at the exercise pen and watch the world go by at, at the base of my driveway. So at least they were seeing people, hearing people, seeing the kids playing in the cul-de-sac. The guy across the street, I swear, lit his grill every night for the last <laughs> 10 weeks. And he likes to cook beef. <laughs> so the dogs and I would sit there and salivating. <laughs> but, you know, it was just different things. So... That's part of what I was 
trying to do with seven. Now, that's after she had already had puppy socialization. Right. But just to keep her head in the game so she wasn't isolated in the house. Well, then you got, you'd come over with your, your and let them run kids play. there and run out my place so they had a chance to yep. an hour a few times a week to run and get their exercise. Yep. And their dog socialization yep. friends. So, Kate, how about the babies? Well, actually, I mean, some people, if you're going out and you are not going to stop or somebody's going to be able to stay in the car with the dog, take the dogs for a ride. Mm -hmm. They can... Observe the world <laughs> through the car window, just like you're doing at the end of your garage. That's probably what I do a lot. Now it's a little warmer, but, you know, when it was cooler, I take them for a ride. Or if I, you know, support your local businesses to go get, you know, pick up pick something up for stuff. dinner. Sure. These mine dog guys come all the time. And then when, if I go to Home Depot, I'd bring um, Willow, Seven's sister, just for that socialization that we were talking about. Still, you know, people talk, like you're saying, good dog, but... Getting out there in the world. A lot of socialization is about a dog learning how to deal with novelty. Mm -hmm. And so you can create novelty at home. Mm -hmm. I mean, if you're a little crazy like I am, you know, you go in the back bedroom, you put on a big wide brim hat and a cloak and you start dancing to music. <laughs> now, I don't do that. Nope. <laughs> but the key is you've got to make it then fun for your puppy dog to dance along with you or to have fun with you, even if they're just sitting in the corner going, I don't believe what you're doing. You know, a lot of us, probably like me, I'm sure you guys did, I've gone through almost all drawers and cabinets and everything in my house just to clean stuff. I haven't used it, seen it, whatever, get out of here. But some things like you were saying, just things like pull out, I'm like, what's this silly hat or whatever, and I just put it on, the dogs are there with me while I'm doing all this, I'll put it on and look at them like, hey, you know, just that goofy. Put um, it on the dogs. Yeah. I was just like throwing stuff on them or whatever, just just being goofy till you know it goes in the. We had a, all have our own way of doing it. <laughs> I did a lot of yard work because I've been so busy working on the book, and it rained so much this winter. I've got a lot of succulents and things like that, and those in the weeds just went crazy. Yeah. So I've been pruning and repotting and. And all kinds of stuff. And, of course, the dogs watch and supervise. And Bones gets out of the way. He goes, oh, Mom's going nuts. The other two are, what you doing? What, what's that? Uh, can I have that pot that you took that plant out of? And, but, you know, different things. Mm -hmm. Tools. Mm -hmm. I have a little baby electric chainsaw. No, do you really? <laughs> yes, I do. It, it's about 12 inches. You, you plug it in. Okay. Hey, it's great for cutting succulents. <laughs> okay. yeah, yeah. Yeah, you know, and then when all this started, we started having to wear masks. That right there is a novelty. That was the very first, very, very beginning. I put it on, you know, just, oh, check this out. The whole dog's like sat there and just stared at me like, what? Why? Yeah. Why? Why are it's you doing on that? your face. Mm -hmm. Half of it disappeared. They didn't freak out or anything because I think because we've all exposed our dogs to so many different things. But it was just initial all sat there looked at me like, what's on your face? Didn't think of that until now it's just normal. They're used to it. Like whatever. Big, no big See, deal. I think of the story about your husband, Paul, dressing up for Halloween. Oh. oh. <laughs> I mean, that was novelty. His, if you haven't heard this story, my husband, who passed away a few years ago, but his work would have a big Halloween party at lunchtime just before Halloween every year. And so the competition to have the best costume was for, for those who are competitive. 
I didn't work there. <laughs> anyway, so we had four Australian Shepherds at the time, and they were out in the living room with me, and Paul went back to the bedroom to get in his costume. Now, actually, I didn't know what he was doing. He was going to surprise us all. Oh. So one of the Star Wars had just come out, so he was dressing up as the Sith, the bad guy Sith, and so he put the, on... The red and the black? The red and black with the uh, red horns. Oh. Yeah, the bad guy. Okay. So he put on his black motorcycle leathers and his black boots and black gloves. And he had the rubber head and face of this bad guy and put with it on, on it. with horns on it. Okay. And all the facial markings, the tattoos or whatever. And he had a very realistic, and I'm sure not cheap, lightsaber. So he, he opens a bedroom door. Hops out into a fighting stance with the lightsaber going at the end of the hallway. And all I heard was four Australian shepherds charging down the hallway, four abreast, <laughs> taking up the whole hallway to roaring, eat him. Roaring. Roaring. Growling. And they had, I've never seen a man take a rubber mask off <laughs> his head so quickly. <laughs> and then the dog stopped and went, okay. Now, if he'd have been just a little bit wiser and taken them back in the bedroom with him, mm -hmm. and they could have seen him put this on, and they could have seen and heard the lightsaber, we would have just totally avoided this. He could really have been hurt. So novelty should be done in small bursts. Yes. Only when your, right. your dog is ready for that time. Yes. You don't want to overwhelm them. Yes. But yeah. Little bits and make novelty a fun thing. Yes. You know, the the rubber mask over his head, a little bit on, a little bit off. Peek-a-boo, here I am. Look here. By then, a little bit of that. These dogs were well socialized to everything. They would have gone, eh, okay, dad's being silly again. Something as silly as, uh, well, we, I know that I've definitely upped my uh, Amazon orders. So I've got cardboard boxes. <laughs> So throwing kibble into a cardboard box. Sure. Nah, not a big, for some dogs, not a big deal. For others, ooh, scary. So you adjust. If the dog's going, hey, that's not an issue. Okay, then put another box inside that box. Or throw in some tin cans or some or just empty do water what bottles. I do. Play the game, right? And after a while, it's like, oh, well, I need the boxes to, things to go to Aunt Vets when they're ready to pick up. So I start putting things in there. Uh -huh. And then your dog pulls it back out yes. again. Yes. like, well, there's kibble. <laughs> underneath all those clothes and shoes mom and all the stuff that i put in the box nicely all have come out and the dogs are like really happy i helped you mom <laughs> there you go but learning novelty items novelty circumstances and or, having fun doing it or if you're fostering kittens mm. you take the boxes back to the room where the kittens are and the kittens are hopping in and out and then you bring your adolescent puppy in with you and the kitten jumps out of the box and she goes Whoa! <laughs> <laughs> so, with puppy socialization, if you've got a puppy now, or if you got one during this period of time where we're all stuck at home, you can still socialize them. Just think about, like Kate said, the novelty. Introduce things slowly. I'm a big, here's something new, here's a treat. Here's something new, here's a treat. Here's something new, here's a treat. You go closer, here's another treat. Sure. Good, awesome. Mm -hmm. uh, Absolutely. 
And uh, especially if you start taking this time to start a new hobby, like learning to play the harmonica. Are you again? Really? No, no. no I'm just, <laughs> but that is one of my favorite things to do, play the harmonica, to make dogs go, what is going on? You pull that back out for classes. Yeah. yeah. yeah, yeah. Do you see the video online of the guy who was teaching himself the bagpipes during this? Oh, <laughs> oh. but that's not good That's thing. a novelty item. Oh. <laughs> sure is. I have no idea if he had a dog or not, but I know his wife was going out in the backyard. <laughs> Cats being killed in a bag. Right. <laughs> oh All I could God. think of was that time when it was Walter as a puppy, wasn't it? Uh, we're down at the beach, and yeah. a guy was practicing. I don't know how far along he was in his studies, but he <laughs> wasn't quite there yet. And uh, actually, he was smart. He went down to the beach so he could. He'd play probably been into kicked out wind. of his yeah. house. <laughs> And going down the beach, and my dog's going, that, that man is killing cats over there in that bag. Look at him. He's doing it. I'm like, yeah, but it's okay. Just yeah, We'll just keep walking. And they're like, all right, but don't tell you. We didn't tell you. But they took it in stride. They gave him a side look. Well, one thing that we talk about a lot in the puppy classes, not just with socialization, but with the training process and, and introducing new things, is teaching the puppy or giving the puppy the ability to bounce back. Yeah. No, exactly. Mm-hmm. Even if you could take your puppy out, as we have in the past, you couldn't expose them to every single thing they're ever going to come across in their life. But you're teaching them the process. Something is worrying you? Hey, look at me. I'll tell you. If it's worrisome, I'll say, yeah, we'll just leave it and move on. If it's not worrisome, let's have a party about it. So they learn how to deal with novelty that's the the process is more important than what the actual items are and every puppy doesn't have to be an extrovert that's going to go up and investigate everything right Paper and i have sisters my girl seven is cautious she likes to hang back and look i've had more than one person say oh she's shy no she's not shy but she wants to think first and so when i when she sees something One of the walks we were on during this quarantine social distancing time was a gentleman with a mask on, properly, on a motorized scooter. scooter, A little motorized scooter. Not a big one, a little one. In fact, he looked like it was his son's, but on a motorized scooter. And I'm not sure she'd ever seen one before. So I was walking all three dogs. The two boys, older, just kind of went, eh, okay. But she wanted to investigate. Not close, but she wanted to look. I had all three dogs sit, and we just looked as he went by. And she looked, and she looked, and she looked, and she listened. And and even her nose got going a couple times. And then I could tell when she was ready to keep going, because she shook. And we continued on our walk. Got that done. But I, I need to give her the time to do that, because she's processing She's not scared. She's not shy. She's just thinking. And so her ability to handle something new is totally different than the two boys. Not because male and female, but just that's her personality. In some ways, creating novelty things, experiences at home, is a little bit better because you can control. One of my great regrets was when puppy, when Walter was a puppy, taking him to a street fair. Oh, yeah. Now I was trying to keep to the edges but I did not notice the 15-foot-high speakers. Who's 
looking for 15-foot-tall speakers. Right. <laughs> and as I, as Walter and I passed in front of them, the local aging wannabe rock band oh. broke into Louis Louie. Oh. Yeah. Oh, no. Bam! Bam! Bam, 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 bam. Louis, okay. scare me out of my own skin. Well, I mean, children started crying, women were fainting, and Walter was sure that we were going to be eaten. And there was absolutely nothing I could do except scoop him up and get as far away from that noise as possible. Yes. There was no teaching that was going to happen in that moment. So it set him back for a bit, you know, and we had to work on it. We had to work on noises and other times. But at home, you know, you can... Turn the stereo up, turn the stereo down. Mm-hmm. You can watch a nature show. <laughs> watch a video on your TV with, you know, I don't know, animal shows. To make fun of my dog. <laughs> Not mentioning somebody's dog. <laughs> you know, little kids, so you can give them uh, pot lids and pans to bang on. Well, you know, doing that at a gentle at first, but slowly... Mm-hmm doing noises and things at home, but making it fun. Whether they're a thinker who just needs to, okay, do that again, let me watch you. Or whether they're a, all right, yeah, let's party. You get to know your, what kind of personality your dog has when you are experimenting with them on what is novelty. Is it visual? Is it sound? Do they want a whole bunch? Do they want just a little bit? Let me think about it. Now, novelties can come in any can challenge any of the senses. It could be something they walk on. It could be something they hear, something they see, oh, something they feel. First time you give a dog a banana. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Or a cherry tomato. Oh, cherry tomatoes are hysterical. Yeah. Oh, my God. Not <laughs> what, what was it that I did during this time? Oh, blue, blueberry. Blueberry? Blueberry. And I guess for some reason, I guess I've never given one to Willow. The other two are like, oh, I know what it is. And they probably hadn't been in season. Probably not, yeah, because they're like, it's only going to be a year. And so it was just the funniest thing. She's like, put it in her mouth, spit it out, put it in her mouth, spit it out, rolled it around, not sure with her nose. And I just sat there watching. It was like entertainment. Uh-huh. Novelty item. Yeah. And then when they, if they end up liking it, they're like, okay, you give me good novelty stuff. That's fine. And if yeah. they don't, oh, well, substitute out something that they do like. Mm-hmm. But thank you for trying it. Kind of like a little kid. Yeah. So when you're thinking socialization, especially socialization at home, it can be all kinds of different stuff. We have a new sponsor for our podcast, Kong Company, that makes the Kong. And thinking about novelties is the different things you can put in the Kong. You know, it can be... Uh, what would you say? A chicken mashed potato? What do yes. you call it? Chicken pot pie? Chuck, chicken pot pie. If you go to the Kong website, which I reminded myself of by going there... They have some wonderful recipes. The Honest Kitchen, which is a food that we, a lot mm-hmm. of us feed our dogs. They have a, a recipe for using the Honest Kitchen to stuff the Kong. Which is a rehydrated, dehydrated food. <laughs> dehydrated food, you rehydrate. Right. <laughs> I mean, uh, we grew up, I should say grew up, I mean, I just realized that when I was a kid, we didn't have Kongs. They're only 40 years old. Only. Oh. Only. <laughs> well, you must be older than me then. <laughs> That one. <laughs> because now I tell my puppy class, they tell my puppy owners, you know, you gotta have a comb. You gotta. Or three or four or five. Or three or four. Yeah. Because yeah. yeah. you always want one frozen in the freezer. 
And I tell them, go to Kong and get ideas on things to put in there, which I haven't done for a while, and they had some new recipes up. I had not even thought about using mashed potatoes in a Kong. No. My go-tos are usually I seal the ends with peanut butter, and I'll put a a mashed banana in there, or I'll put some kibble or some treats. Some Uh, blueberries. Blueberries. Things like that. Mm -hmm. But peanut butter and the spray cheese in the can are my usual go-tos for sealing the end of it before you freeze it. But yeah, mashed potatoes or mashed sweet potatoes. My guys love sweet potatoes. There's all sorts of yogurt. Wonderful stuff. Wonderful ideas to use with Kong. Well, if you are already a Kong box subscriber, so they send you a box each month appropriate for whatever... you they have one for, for dogs that get bored. They have one for dogs that chew hard. They have... Um, oh, something else to say. I learned from going to their website is they now have a Kong for elderly dogs. Which is just wonderful. Nice. Yeah, yeah, gentle on their old teeth. Yeah. yeah. I knew like, they had puppy ones. I, I, yeah. And the different sizes for the adult dogs. And they also have one different for... squishability. Tough mm-hmm. chewers. Mm-hmm. When Cisco was alive, I had a they were really black. Weren't they black? black? Yeah, a really, really tough yeah. one because Cisco was a power chewer. Yeah. As the owner of a terrier, I'm always challenged to keep my boy busy, so it's really nice to have a Kong box subscription, and I get it every other month. It takes him about that long to destroy a toy, or at least get bored with it. But then he gets a new one in the subscription box. So every other month. Kong sends two toys, three treats, and either two recipes or tips on how to use the Kong and all of the toys to the best benefit, what to stuff it with, that kind of stuff. So right now they're running a special. Be sure to go to their kongbox.com website forward slash doggy dog and look at their subscription options for the different kinds of puppy dogs, ages, any special things like really like to chew or dig. And uh, sign up for your Kong Box subscription. And right now, for a dollar, that, that your first box is only a dollar. And I think you'll really you'll enjoy it no matter what breed your dog is. If you're not familiar with the Kong Boxes, you can go up on the Kong website. There's a number of dog subscription, box subscription services. And especially since my dogs love the Kongs, all the yeah. Kong toys. It's such a versatile, the Kong itself is such a versatile dispenser. Mm-hmm. And then there are others, the, the Wubba's. My terrier loves the Wubba because he can shake it. Mm-hmm. And it has that satisfying slapping of his face and body when he shakes it. <laughs> That's what terriers like. <laughs> you know. I don't like it now because they even have, like, well, I don't know what that is for a Kong toy. Uh, it looks one like of a, their boxes, one yeah. of the two boxes. She's showing me a picture. It looks like one of the Wubba's, because if you grab it by the nose and then shake it... It'll beat you. It'll beat you. (laughs) And that's exactly... So most of the Wubba's have four or five tails. Yeah. And fairly substantial tails. Now, I've always been worried about Bones, because he'll pick it up by the tail and then shake it and beat himself to death with the Kong. (laughs) But that's my boy. As long as he's having fun with it. That's my boy. The harder and tougher it is, the better. But a year, yeah, your subscription, that'd be cool. All right. Well, anyway, when you're thinking about socialization, you know, as, as we're recording this, things are starting to open back up again, but who knows how quickly or slowly that's going to go and whether we're going to have to 
come back home again. We don't know what's going to happen. So just think of socialization for your puppy or your adolescent and, uh, and realize it doesn't mean a visit to downtown city and have people pet them. It can be a lot of different things. I think at this time, just be safe. Yep. You and your pets be safe, but take them out and go. Yeah. Smart. Absolutely. Wise. Yep. All right. Well, that's it for us this time. And the podcast that was posted before this one is also on our time at home. And we talked a little bit about preventing separation anxiety. So if you haven't listened to that one yet, tune in. And we'll talk to you next time. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. Having a rough day? Longing for the dog days of summer? Think your fun furry friend lives a dog's life? Well, find out everything you're begging to know as Pet Life Radio presents It's a Doggy Dog World with pet expert and award-winning author Liz Palaika. Every dog has his day, and you'll find out how to make your dog's day fun and rewarding every week on demand, only on PetLifeRadio.com.